There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. slightly uncomfortable conversation as an employer i hire i rarely fire i don't know that great unemployment numbers are a good thing and here's why i would throw this challenge question out to my republican <laughs> i can't say friends because i don't have any republican friends anymore but i would say to my republicans across the aisle i would say if getting a job is that easy, if everybody's working because unemployment is that low, doesn't a job almost become like a participation trophy? You don't even have to be good. You don't even have to work hard. You don't even have to look for a fucking job. All you have to do is show up somewhere because somebody needs you so bad. You could be a horrible employee and have a job. I never really thought about it like that until you just asked me the question. You just saw a thought formulate in real time. Low, record low unemployment numbers are the participation trophy of the working class because even a halfwit can get a job. So I don't, think the, I don't think low unemployment numbers are that great. Personally, I don't know anybody looking for work. I haven't known anybody looking for work since gasp, Obama started turning around the economy after the Great Recession. I don't know anybody that wants to work that isn't. So the problem isn't, it, it, the problem isn't unemployment, the problem is underemployment. I've got friends running around with master's degrees and $80,000 in student debt. They're waiting tables because their full-time job at Whatever optometrist associates of Muskegon doesn't pay any more than 14 bucks an hour. They went and got a master's degree for that position. When you comb around online, because every once in a while I just look at help wanted ads just to remind myself that maybe being self-employed isn't quite so bad. The requirements that people are asking for for jobs now it's almost like a degree is mandatory for anything. And I just, I wonder at what point do corporations start looking at having more like an apprenticeship? Let's train these people in-house. Because what you do is you get a bunch of workers that are in debt up to their ass. Therefore, they're unhappy. They're overtired because they leave your place of employment, the job that you gave them, and now they're down at the local tavern slinging drinks because that's the only way they can make a living. So I, I, don't, I don't know that these unemployment numbers are, 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 are that amazing. I mean, once, what, what are they now? One, two percent? I mean, somewhere, in that, somewhere in that range. Well, at what, point, at what point do you just realize that there's always somebody who isn't working? 
You know, I mean, we, we live in an era where I sound like a libertarian slash Republican slash Christian, but there was once an, an era where the truly lazy died. You know, you had to, you had to literally hack a house out of trees with an ax if you didn't want to freeze to death. Those days are gone. It doesn't take much. At the, at the very worst, at the very worst of times, if you do not have a mental illness working against you, you could find a homeless shelter. You could be living out of your car. And if I saw, heard a politician saying this, I, I would kind of be pissed off. So, so, so bear with me. But there was once a time for our species where you would die of exposure. And, and I know people are dying of exposure, and I don't think that there should ever be homelessness. I believe that corporate America should be taxed to the gods, and I believe that hundreds of billions of dollars every year could be, could be placed into programs where you didn't have to have homelessness. You didn't have to have any of these things. The, the wealth exists, but at the same time, at the same time, you, as an American, you will not die because you are lazy. I mean, eh, maybe obesity, heart disease, diabetes. You got the diabetes with the Wilford Brimley's of the world because they don't eat enough Quaker oats, whatever. Is that like a plug? That sounded like a plug. I'm not plugging oatmeal. It's disgusting. Um, so you're not going to die if you're lazy. But in the world of participation trophy jobs, one thing you're not going to do is live amazing. I cannot tell you how many rural, well, I shouldn't just say rural. I've heard this from, I've heard this from the countrified and I've heard this from them city folk. I've heard, it's always men who say this too, because you know, the machismo of masculine labor brings these, these thoughts to bear for them. But I've heard guys say shit like, well, I ought to quit my fucking job and just go on welfare. And I've always said something to them like, you should try that. Because here's what happens when you do that. The government makes you fill out forms. You have to show them what you have, what you own, what you have had, what you recently earned, bank statements, all this, that, and the other thing. For you to literally receive a cash benefit from the United States government, I know, I know the Republicans will tell you that there were these offices handing out sacks of money with free phones to all the black people during the Obama administration. But if you fact check it, you'll find out that no such offices existed. But I always encourage these men to, to put their money where their mouth is and you try to quit going to work every day and live off the welfare system. Because guess what you just got? You just got no boat. You just got no snowmobile. You just got no house. You just got no four-wheeler. You ain't riding horseback no more because you had to sell the horse because you're horse poor. Whatever desire, fringe benefit in your life, whatever passion you had, things you used to enjoy, 
a true, we'll call them the welfare queens. People have used that term derogatorily uh, for years. But to become a true welfare person, you literally live in assisted housing. You're lucky if you have a car. If you do, it's a piece of shit. You get food stamp, SNAP, whatever assistance. So you get that. And that's essentially your entire life. So while the white, middle-class, working, masculine man frowns on that lifestyle, they, they claim that they could live that way if, if they just quit their job. But it's, it's no life. It's no life. And nobody trapped in that system or that has had to be a part of that system, if you were to get off your high horse or your couch, your lifted giant diesel truck with a Trump 2020 sticker, and actually talk to some of these people, or even consult your local advocate and try to negotiate your way through the welfare system, you would find that everything that you have been told by the Mitch McConnells of the world, and sadly, it's always the goddamn Republicans, that it's a lie. There is no government agency handing out money to people for doing nothing. The only people who get money for doing nothing are the oil companies that cash an $18 million check off a drilling subsidy treaty that they signed in 1898 in fucking Texas. That is where the money is. It's corporate welfare. 